lived with a family on a farm. Every day before dawn, the roosters would call before Fajr Salah was performed. Send labor and soil in the fields so in seed, we would witness the farm transform. I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I lived with the family on a farm. Then the day came, I will never forget, when they pulled our roots from the soil. They slashed every vine, and they chopped every tree, every chicken inside they killed. I was a grapevine in Palestine, and I have a story to tell. The farmers watched in vain, filled with tears and pain, as the bullets went flying in. Oh, what a price to pay, pay for this land, this land of Palestine. I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I lived with a family on a farm. I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I... This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Welcome to this afternoon's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Mufti Sahib, is it permissible uh, for a penalty fee to be taken for late payment of the rent, madrasa fees, school fees, etc., Mufti Sahib? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Before we respond to that question, few announcements. Those of you, Rustenberg, you're looking forward to the report back and everything that happened there. Inshallah, Monday, tomorrow, between 2 and 30, 2.30, between 2 to 30, we will have that program, Inshallah, the report back. So that's one. Then we send out to you, and Inshallah, we'll send it out again tomorrow. Various groups, now we got five groups, you must remember, group two, group three, group four, group five. So you must only be on one group. You must not be on two, three, four groups like that if you are on two or three groups you must exit it remember that just stay on one group otherwise your data and everything will get finished very very quickly and it costs money all that so you must just be on one group remember inshallah when we are finished with the program my brother Tobela will prepare the podcast and that for the Q&A will be in two parts and then I'll send you another one and this was this morning's one there at Dalum Zakaria Alhamdulillah they had the Islahi Ishtima. So I was asked to give a talk also, you know, Barakat of Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haksab, our Honorable Ustad. So I spoke for 14, 15 minutes because a lot of speakers today and so forth. So about Noor and it's in English. So we will play it on air tomorrow sometime. We'll announce it. But I'll send it out as a podcast so you can listen to that. So that also will inspire you, inshallah. This week, Saturday, this week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, inshallah, this coming week. So let me give you the dates, inshallah. Allah Aziz and that will be the 16, 17, 18. So 16 night, inshallah, we will be in Okis. You know Okis, Okis, where Buti Gandhi is. And all my connections are there. So there will be a talk day in Okis, inshallah, O-G-I-E-S. That is where your people's oldest. You know, there's... Uh, 
all this business of electricity and then half the time it don't work and work and it's just nearby there. So 16th November, Thursday after Maghrib, we will be in Uachis, there will be a program there. 17th, that Friday will be in Broncos, prayed for Juma, and inshallah after Isha, a program there. So there in Uachis, you contact Mona Shahid or Butigani, and there, mashallah, you contact Mona Mohsin for Broncos, prayed for Juma and for after Isha. And then Saturday morning after Fajr, we'll have a program then Uchis. then in the afternoon we'll be back inshallah aziz so these were the announcements right now the question arises a person he pays late your agreement was you must pay end of august end of september end of october that person did not pay now you want to charge him penalty so you charge him more and more all that is haram is interest is riba and you go straight to jahannam and quran teaches you this is one crime. Almighty Allah has mentioned such, such a wa'id, such a warning to the people. Chapter 2, verse 279. If you don't abstain and refrain, then be prepared for a war against Almighty Allah Jalla Wala and Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Chapter 2, verse 279. So now I sold you this watch, this carpet, or this house or whatever it is and now you are messing me around you're not paying on time so what should I do if that person is really in dire straits he is very ill he lost his job or there were some other problems house burnt Allah forbid Allah forbid so Quran Kareem gives us directives in kana usratin. if that person is really in dire straits for give them extension in time tell him okay don't pay me now you pay me after one month two months three months and so forth he habibuna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam beautiful hadith in muslim sharif man andara mu'sira whoever gives respite extension in time to the person who is in debt and you did it without charging him anything extra but you said okay pay me after two three months and you pay the same amount so oh wada'a anhu or you forgave him said fine Allah will place you under his shade or under the shade of the arsh and the throne on the day of justice when there's nobody else a shade on that day. So, and if you write it off, then it's all the better. So that is better for you. Chapter 2, verse 280. But everybody cannot do that. So, but for you to charge extra amount, remember, totally haram and not permissible. So what must you do? So in a case like that, when that person wants to buy credit again and so forth, then you take collateral from him, rahan and so forth, security. And if he don't pay, then that thing which he gave you, you keep it. You must remember that. And if it is the same amount, then you told him, okay, this is the agreement. You're not paying me. So now you keep Keep that thing there, it's yours, and I'll keep your thing because it is same value and so forth. So we can come to this type of mutual agreement. Remember that Islam gave us checks and balances, but no way can you charge the person extra penalty and all that. That is capitalism, that is riba, that is suit, that is viage, interest, totally, absolutely haram.
Mufti Sahib, this couple has been married for five months and they're having marriage problems, no communication between them. They go about their daily lives like friends. Now they want to divorce. What's Mufti Sahib's advice? Inna lillahi wa inna liraji'oon. You know, in the starting, I don't know whether you were dating, court courting, smooching, all that. Today, people do crazy things, you know. I know of a couple, you must remember, before they got married, Muslims I'm talking about, they went from here to Durban and all that. They spent the night together there in Durban. They're not married, nothing, but they're going. He said, no, we're having a testing run. You understand? You know, when we were young, we used to play cricket. So first ball is a try ball. So they want to have try ball before they get married also. How it tastes and all that haram business they do, you see. So when a Muslim ummah does this, what do you expect really, you know? So anyway, you must remember this. So I don't know if you were doing all these haram things. But normally in Islam, if you get married, you are total strangers to one another and then you need time to adjust and so forth and so on so my advice to you couple you don't speak of divorce and nothing and all that nobody is going to get benefit from there only satan lucifer shaitan and iblis hamara kam jorna hai we have to make the home not to break the home surah 2 chapter 2 surah baqarah verse 102 102 surah 2 verse 102 yufarriquna bihi Satan, Lucifer, Iblis' job is this to cause separation between husband and wife. Hadith in Sahih Muslim, sunset time, therefore, it comes in Bukhari Sharif, Kuffu Sibyanakum. Now, for example, here where we are, so around 6.35 or so, Adhan goes for Maghrib, from 6.15, 6.20, pull your children inside. When we were very young, my mother used to shout me, come on, get inside and all. So we used to say, one more goal, one more shot with a cricket bat or whatever. Say, hey, you get inside. You don't come tell me stories here and all these things here. So you must remember, we never understood the little they knew is to practice. Why? For inna shayateen atantashiru waktayidin. At that time, the shaitan, Satan, Lucifer are prowling around and they're preparing for their daily meeting. Iblis sits on his throne. What you did? What you did? I made that person commit fornication, adultery. I made that person gay business. I made that lady lesbian. I made that person wine, dine and swine. So he said, okay, then one chap stand up the Iblis and made that person divorce his wife. Say, yes, you come here. He congratulates him, hugs him, all that. Hadith in Sahih Muslim. Authentic Hadith in Abu Dawood. The most hated, detested thing which Almighty Allah made permissible is talaq. So both of you, don't be crazy. Get your elders, your parents and other seniors involved. Both parties got their weaknesses. Second one, get some ulama involved, get the jamiyats involved wherever you are, and so forth and so on. And your both hearts has to be clean. So see Quran what it says. What a beautiful dua. Chapter 59, verse number 10. For those people whose father, brother, mother, sister, whoever passed away, with Iman and Islam, read and by heart and memorize chapter 59, verse 10. رَبَّنَا فِلْ لَنَا وَلِيْخْوَارِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَا بِالْإِيمَانِ Oh Allah, forgive us, forgive our brothers and sisters who passed away before us with Iman.
And there I went yesterday to the graveyard, Rustenburg. Some of my family members were there. If any one of you got the history of Mona Abdul Salam, Sufi, so I went to his grave. He passed away in 1978. So when Hazrat Mona rahimahullah, I went five years to his masjid in Jacob Line. He was Khatib of Pakistan, the orator of Pakistan. For one hour he used to give lectures standing. He used to read 20 rakats tarawi alone. In 1980 he passed away on a Friday. His janaza was Saturday because he passed away in India. I was there for his janaza also. And remember that he used to read Rumi Nefarmaya, Iqbal Marhum Nefarmaya. Then he shake his head. Master he was, you know. So when he used to come to South Africa, twice he came to stay there in Rustenburg. Once I went inside his house, he told me, Ab Rustenburg, jante ho? I said, Ji, bilkul, Azrat. I told him Africa. So he said, I'm gonna give you a letter and you must take it there. So I told him, No problem, I'll get it there. So he had good contact there. You see this brother who came to pick me up and drop me, Brother Suleiman Yaqub. So his grandfather and them they used to host Azad Mona, Istishamulak Tanvi and so forth. So those of you if you got the lectures of Mona Itishanok Tanvi and the quality is good, please send it to us because I love his lectures. Normally people have copies but it's not good for radio. The quality is not good. And if you were there in Rustenburg and you got any of Hazrat's lectures, obviously in Urdu and then this Molana Abdul Salam you must remember Sufi he was there with him all the time and then they used to go here there and everywhere so mashallah so Rastanberg Allah reward you great great ulama visited your country and it's like the Haram Sharif there that they got six imams in the Jami Masjid subhanallah you know I think and the imams are there 30, 32, 35 years so subhanallah very good so anyway the point I'm making here is this that we all must know that we have to prepare for death also and we must visit the graveyards also for the men and we must know that is where we all going to land up but always make dua we live with iman and die with iman I was telling you about the dua. I was telling you about the dua. Surah 59, verse 10. Rabbana fillana waliqwanina ladina sabakuna bil iman. So that is for the deceased. And for us who are alive, wala tajal fi kulubina gilla. Ya Allah, this is the word high Urdu. Wala tajal fi kulubina gilla. Ya Allah, hamara dilome kudurat maddaliega. Don't place that malice, that rancor, that ring, rancor, hatred in the inner recess of our heart. Make that heart park and soft, pure and clean. So don't put the hatred in. Yes, you must hate what the haram people are doing. But it does not mean that we hate the person so much. We must hate the action. وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلَّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ رَؤُوفُ الرَّحِيمُ That, Ya Allah, do not let us have that hatred for people who are Muslims. If they murdered or kuffar, then you have to hate, obviously. So, لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ رَؤُوفُ الرَّحِيمُ Ya Allah, you're very compassionate, very merciful, very powerful, very potent. Dua, chapter 59, verse 10, 28, Supara, by the first quarter. G. G. Mufti Sam. Which are the authentic du'as to read after of the Fard Salah? Open Mishkat Sharif, there's a whole du'a chapter there. Babu Zikri Ba'da Salat. You will see the Tarjabatul Bab, the heading there. I give you some. When the Imam makes salam, 
the first thing, Allahu Akbar, once. And thereafter, you must say istighfar thrice. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. And you can add, astaghfirullah rabbi min kulli dhammin wa atubu ilayh. And thereafter, after every first salat, you the honorable imams, you should turn completely around and face the congregation. Your back should be facing the Qibla and your face should be facing the people. That is the Sunnah in Nabawiyah. In Siraful Imam, Ilajiatil Anam. Go open Ahsanul Fatawa by Mufti Rashid Ahmad and wonderful academic discussion. And the hadith is mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif and Jabir ibn Samura radiallahu an. Jabir radiallahu ta'ala who states, Inna Nabiya sallallahu alayhi sallam idha swalla salatan. Whenever he finished the first salat, Akbala alayna bi wajhihi, then he, the master alayhi salam, would turn completely around and face us. You see the imams of the haram, Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawara, both places. Every imam does that. What they are doing, that is 100% correct. What we are doing is not 100% correct. We turn normally year after Fajr and Asr, but it's Sunnah for every first Salat. So you read that, and you will hear the Imams of the Haram. They will say, "Allah, if you if you write near, Allahumma anta salam wa min salam tabarakayyadul jalali wal ikram." And then any duas you want to read, that's one Kitab Mishkat you can learn all that. Second dua Kitab you want Tirmidhi Sharif, and the Sharah commentary's name is Tuhfatul Ahwadi. Allama Mubarak Puri with a pa, with a pe, with a p. But in Arabic, there's no p, so they can't say Pakistan, they say Pakistan. They can't say Pepsi, they say Pepsi, like that. So they say Allama Mubarak Fudi. Is Allama Puri, they make Fudi. So anyway, that he wrote this commentary, remember, Tuhfatul Ahwazi masterpiece, I have it. I have to refer to it, Lord, I taught Tirmidhi 12 years, you know, beautiful, excellent kitab. So you must remember that day in Dalum, Newcastle. So mashallah, very, very good, 20 years there in Newcastle with Allah's help and Allah's mercy. So there you will find a wonderful academic discussion of Dua Ba'd al-Maktubat. That Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned five or six ahadis that how Dua was read sometimes in congregation after the first Salat. So not every time, but now and then occasionally it was done. So therefore for the Salafis, you know Salafis nowadays they Mufatiyas, they can't even speak one word against the MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan and Murtad bin Zindik, they in Emirates Abu Dhabi and all because they get money from there you see so scholars for dollars what else you can call so therefore we say Mufatiyas so anyway the Salafis they say no that you can't make dua in congregation is wrong there this person himself was Salafi so Allama Mubarak Furi and when he wrote the academic discussion very beautiful in Arabic obviously Tuhfatul Ahwadi the Shara commentary of Tirmidhi Sharif can one give lilla to an orphanage for the premises or is it is it sadaqah that no, you give? You give lilla, very good. Lilla means you are giving that amount solely, only for the love and pleasure of all. Allah, Jalla wala. You will never ever obtain true piety until and unless you spend from that what you really love. So we all love the wealth and so forth. So you give 100,000, 1 million for the orphanage and so forth. So remember, wonderful gesture. Story time. There is a family 
and the old man passed away. Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaus. I entered the Kaaba Musharrafa with him. Haji Abdul Ghaffar Mataya, his beloved son Hafiz Faisal Mataya. So you must he arranged it with Allah's help for us. So now if you go that side the long way, you know Blantyre is the side the long way. So they got a wonderful orphanage there. And they know Chanda business and Ugrano and all that. Chanda is Urdu, Ugrano is Mehman. And English is collection. Go ye, go ye. No, no. Allah gave them, they used their millions, their own money. Porteja Pesa. They used their own money. So I asked them, Haji Saab, what's your purpose here? He said, I want the next president, the next prime minister, the next one. They must all come from here. That we must think of the future. And they must be Muslim. They must have direction. First time I saw it, they told me to give a talk. I was crying half the time. I said, That the best of Allah's creation was Yatim, was an orphan. He Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Alam Yajitka Yatiman for our all the children they Yatim basically. So orphans you must remember and you look at them, all African children. But immaculate condition, the best orphanage you will find. Abdul Ghaffar Mataya, Allah make it sadaqah jariah for him. Allah grant him jannatul firdaus is to give so much in the path of Allah. His children also, mashallah, Allah reward them. So that orphanage you must go and see in the long way. What an orphanage it is. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sahabi came. The Tirmidhi Sharif's hadith. Inni ajidu fi qaswa, fi qalbi al-qaswa ya Rasul. Allah. My heart has become a hard and harsh in order. I hear what you say, Ya Rahmatalil Alameen, but still I can't cry. My heart does not melt. Prophetic prescription. Prophetic prescription. He Habibuna Rasulullah told him, my student, my companion, this is what you must do. Imsah yadaka ala ra'sil yatim. You must take your hand and place it on the head of the orphan. You see? Now, our people, if it's a Palestinian child, a child from Bosnia, a child here from here and there, white, white, fair in complexion, you see, Aitoboru paro. Itabosari lageti. You see? This one looks very nice. Then they'll put their hand, they'll give money. But your maid. She comes with a child, her husband passed away, the child's father passed away, the child is two, three, four years old. Did you ever put your head? You see that apartheid, it has impacted on us also. Till now, you must remember that. We don't realize it, but it is so blatant, you must remember that. If a white child comes, then, you know, there's an African child, a teacher. You know. If a non-Muslim embraces Islam, if he's white, you will see how many guys will go meet him. There's an African, is a teacher, man. Every day, somebody embraces Islam. So that is our apartheid, you must remember these things. They're totally haram and unacceptable. So go to the yatim child, well, irrespective of their color and complexion and everything and ethnicity and whatever and put your hand on that baby on the child that is why we say that these haramis in Israel they are war criminals they're guilty of genocide ethnic cleansing and crimes against humanity baby killers they kill prophets and messengers and today they are killing
killing babies, the haramis. We need to hang them in public. That's the Islamic law. So anyway, imsah yadakala ra'sil yatim and wa'at imil masakin. You must go to the poor people. Not they come to you. And then you go and give them food, give them money, go give them clothing, whatever it is. Then the heart will start melting. Then the ta'alluq and connection will come with all Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla when we learn sympathy, empathy, and the hadith is authentic in Tirmidhi Sharif. Which prophets and their families are buried in uh, near the Ibrahimi Masjid in Palestine? It's inside there. The first time I went there was 89. The next time I went there was 92. And in 94, the Harami, the Shaitan, Ibn Iblis, the son of Satan, Baru Goldstein, the Minister of Security, now Ben Gwede, the donkey. And that's why so you must remember that his best friend, Baru Goldstein, came there. It was a Saturday. 16th of Ramadan and it was 25th of February. Just Google it, the Afshab, and see. You got Google, they by you. So, otherwise, Tobela, just check it there. So, you can just check it up there, Tobela. Just see, 25th February 1994. Then it will come there, English date, Gregorian date, and it's 16th, 15th Ramadan. South Africa, it was 15th, date was 16th. So, you got it, 25th February 1994, Saturday, it was, that's for sure, Saturday. And Fajr time, Baru Goldstein came in, whilst our brothers for Ramadan. They were reading Salat Masjid back to capacity. He used his Uzi and he shot them dead. 29 passed away there in the Masjid, became Shuhada. Till today, the road is called Tariqu Shuhada. The Jutlas, Haramis, Hitler's children close it for the Palestinians. For Jutlas is open and for foreigners is open. And then they stole our Masjid. Can you believe that? They came, they murdered our people, those who succumbed to the injury, they passed away. Eventual death toll, about 70 of them. For Baru Goldstein, they dispatched him to hell, alhamdulillah, and they built a big mausoleum there. The Jutlas, Haramis, go and kiss that and say, what a great soldier you are. You murdered 70 Palestinians. They love it. It's in their DNA to murder. Remember these things there. You got it there, Tuvela? So it's right there they gave. Let me see. I got my. Uh, is it right? 25th February 1994. Right. They worked out properly. Confirmed by Madam Google. Or oh, if you don't like Madam Google, Master Google. So, anyway, Google helps a lot of places. You see, the Shaitan does Google also. But anyway, it helps us sometimes. So anyway, so that is what happened there. And then they stole our masjid. When you enter on the left-hand side, you will see Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salatu salam, he's buried there. Then behind him, his son, Nabi Ishaq, alayhi salam. Behind him, his grandson, Nabi Yaqub, alayhi salatu salam. And their honorable spouses. They got like, you must remember, like a qabr, but they're not buried there. At the bottom of that masjid, they are gharat. Gharat means caves. So they buried right, right in the bottom in those caves there. But remember what Sheikh Islam Ibn Taymiyyah said, we must always mention that when we discuss, discuss this kind of issues. He said, and we agree with him, and that is what Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'as believe is. Every Nabi 
We're not 100% sure where he is buried. Besides him, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We know 100% where Master Salam passed away in Medina Munawwara and is buried there. Fidari Aisha, Fibayti Aisha, radiallahu anha. We go there, we read Salat and Salami there and so forth. As-salatu wa-salamu alayka ya Rasulullah. You can read from here also. As-salatu wa-salamu alayka ya Habibullah. That's 100% said but you must remember for Khalilullah Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam Nabi Isaac Nabi Yaqub other prophets we will say most probably 70, 80, 90% but we can't say 100% so always take cognizance of that so this is known as the mosque of the patriarch but the Jutla stole that masjid remember that and today they terrorize the people of the Palestinians there in Hebron you hardly find Muslims there Palestinians there they stole it remember this is their job you must remember when they speak about peace it don't mean P-E-A-C-E it means to steal and occupy more pieces of land of the Palestinians therefore we make dua Allahumma alayka bil mustawtineen Allahumma alayka bil mustawtineen Ya Allah you punish these settlers and if you want it in my language one settler one bullet will settle the issue they all are legitimate to put away any settler you find and you put a bullet through him you'll get great reward remember that the haramis they stole so many things stole our mosque stole our buildings stole our land stole our farms stole so many things stole the whole country basically so that is what the haramis are doing we say Jazakallah to Mufti Sahib. This afternoon's Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Well, do keep in mind more towards the end of this afternoon's program, just around 10 to 4. Mufti Sahib once again will be leading us in dua for the Mujahideen, for the Ummah, uh, and as well as for those in Al-Aqsa and throughout the world. I was a grapevine in Palestine where I lived with a family on a farm. Every day before dawn, the roosters would call before Fajr Salah was performed. Send labor and soil in the field so in seed, we would witness the farm transform. I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I lived with a family on a farm. Then the day came, I will never forget. When they pulled our roots from the soil They slashed every vine And they chopped every tree Every chicken inside they killed I was a grapevine in Palestine And I have a story to tell The farmers watched in vain Filled with tears and pain As the bullets went flying in Oh, what a price to pay, pay for this land, this land of Palestine. I was a grapevine in Palestine, where I lived with a family on a farm. I was a grapevine in Palestine. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program. Mufti Sahib, this person wants to know what can be read to control one's tongue. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Before we come to that, I just look at the watch now. And you know, yesterday I leave from here a certain time and then I come back after Maghrib. So when I came back, I saw his darkness a little bit here and there. So I asked what's happening. They say half past six. I mean, it's just Maghrib Azan time here. 6.33, 6.34 is Azan. So sunset time. So the electricity went. You know DC, direct current. AC, alternate current. ANC, and no current. So this happened around 6.30, around there, right? Now it's 3.30. So how many hours is that now? 21 hours, no lights, no nothing. And they say something happened at the substation. I don't know what, what, and what is going on. So we're sitting here, but Allah shukar, we got inverter and generator and whatever you. But you know, everything also got the limit, like, you know. So make dua for all of us here. There, 21. And the non-Muslims, you know, the Hindus, they're upset. You know, we got these groups, and you can see them there. You can't blame them. Is there Diwali? And now they must have cooked special meals and us and all these kind of things. And now no electricity, you know. And plus it's weekend. So a lot of stories here in South Africa. But still we love it, you know. So it's very, very sad to remember that. Incompetent people, good for nothing, hopeless, useless. So that is the big problem. Cater deployment. So anyway, why I mentioned it, make dua. Allah, Jalla make easy for all of us, for all of you who for long, long periods you don't have it doesn't happen always, but it happens sometimes, you must remember, but sometimes too often also. Anyway, we cry, we beg, we petition Almighty Allah, chapter 66 and verse number 8. Rabbana atmim lana, noorana waghfil lana. Oh, beloved Allah, that perfect and complete for us our noor, and forgive us, O Almighty Allah, that it is we, we are sinners, and therefore you test us with this, because we didn't make shukr. We made kufran. The non-Muslim make kufr. The non-Muslim out of the fall of Islam. And Muslim we make kufran. We are ungrateful, unthankful. So Almighty Allah snatches away our bounties. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min zawali ni'matik. Oh beloved Allah I seek your protection that you snatch away your bounties from us. One day in that Muslim Muslim woman, you know that magazine, the latest one is out, November, December 1, beautiful article on Zambia, the Q&A, other interesting articles there as well. So I mentioned this dua. So you must learn all these duas. Allahumma inni a'udhu becoming zawali ni'matik. Allah, have mercy on us. We are sinners, ya Allah. Return everybody's electricity. Give us the power and everything. What was your question, Abhisab, again? the dua to read to control one's tongue right there we got it so remember it's not only dua Quran Karim teaches us you must speak to people Muslim non-Muslim in a good manner and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said man whosoever believes in almighty Allah and the last day so Allah was is will always be no one before Allah and the last day finish after that is the final decision either the person goes to Jannah 
everlasting bliss, prosperity, happiness. Oh, the person goes to Jahannam and he stays there forever and ever, eternal doom and gloom because of their kufr and the, the disbelief and the rejection of the articles of faith or because of shirk and idol worship and so forth or because of nifaq, their hypocrisy, just lip service to Islam, but the heart devoid of it. Surah 33 verses 64-65 for kufr. For shirk Surah 4, chapter 4, verse 48. For nifaq, chapter 4, verse 145. You can refer to all this here. So Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Sallam said Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir fal yakul khayran you get different ahadis man samata naja so all these type of ahadis you will find there in Mishkat Sharif Mustad Ahmad you got a whole chapter in Mishkat Babu Hifzil Lisan how to guard the tongue Imam Abu Hanifa Rahimahullah used to wear a ring on that ring was engraved Jirmuhu Sagheer. The size of the tongue is small. Wajurmuhu Kabir. But the crime it commits is big. See the husband and wife. Five years, ten years, married, three, four children. One day the husband and wife, big argument. In the rage and anger, he gave his wife three talak. See the damage now. So now you can't reconcile, you can't get remarried according to all four schools. So now what harm you did because of that? So therefore, we must remember this, dua alone, it don't work. But you want dua, read these two, three duas. Allahumma read with me. Allahumma saddid lisani. Oh, beloved Allah, let my tongue be correct, meaning I pronounce, announce, and say the right words. Allahumma sabbit lisani. Allahumma sabbit lisani. Ya Allah, let me give the right answers. You guys got oral exams tomorrow, and now they're going to ask you, so you want, in the grave, in the barzakh. Marrabuku is your sustainer, Narisha. Rabbi Allah. Story time. My mother-in-law, she used to stay here. So I used to speak Gujarati with her. I call her Masi. I'm Masi. Tamane to Kali Gujarati ne meman khabar che. Panai farishta ta tamare haate arabi me baat kare. Pachi tamay kem jawab jeo. So I tell her, Masi, that you only know Gujarati and Mehman, but the angel is going to speak to you in Arabic and then they're going to ask you questions and now you're going to answer that. Say, ha, mani bi fikar thai. I'm also worried. So every night before she sleep, I go there. I ask her, Marrabbuk. So she say, Rabbi Allah. Then I say, now she's getting confident every night, you know. So I ask her, Man Nabi yuk, who's your Nabi? She say, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I say, yeah. Then I say, Ma dinuk, what is your religion? She say, Deen Islam. Then I say, go Jannat, inshallah. You see? So she'll get very happy. I say, now you pass your exam, inshallah. So you must learn the answer. So that is what you call, Allahumma sabbit lisani. Ya Allah, let me speak that. Before I give lectures, before I start the and lesson I read all this and then every day you'll hear me reading in the morning tafsir and so forth read surah 20 surah 20 chapter 20 surah Taha, verses 25 26 27 28 Ya Allah make my task easy for me Ya Allah remove the knots in my tongue Yafqahu qawli So the people, they could understand my speech. Hazrat Allama bin Nuri, rahimullah, great alim. 
great, great. But if he had to speak to the awam, the public, they understand nothing. You must remember, one, two times, Jumba time, you give lecture, these people, they say, Mulvi sahab, Urdu, uh, Urdu mein baat kar rahe ke He put Arabic words, this words. Now you get Mohanati Shavalak Tanvi, he was an orator. He can't compare Mohanati Shavalak Tanvi with Hazrat Allama bin Nuri in knowledge. But in speaking, in lecturing, he was a master. So he must remember. So that it is a skill, you know, to learn all this, how to explain to the awam and the public and so forth. So that, so, وَحْلُلْ أُقْدَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي Ya Allah, remove the knots in my tongue. So the people must understand my speech, O beloved Allah. So that is what you must read. Now, you swearing this one, swearing that one, swearing this one, making rebirth. My mother-in-law must die, and the mother-in-law says the daughter-in-law must die. And then your tick-tick, tick-tock stories, and tick-tick stories, and all that nonsense there, and haram things. So what do you say? So every time you make rebirth, every time you lie, every time you swear, impose a fine upon you. You call it ghaira. What do you call it? Ghaira. Ya Allah, I know I got this weakness, but I want to become a better Muslim, a better mu'min. So we take lesson and cue from Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam. After he reconstructed Majid al-Aqsa, chapter number 38, verse number 35. Oh, my beloved Allah, grant me, sir, forgive me for my mistakes. I'm beyond nuisance, mistakes, yes. Ever, so just say mistakes, easy. And grant me such a magnificent kingdom. No one ever will have such a kingdom. Chapter 38, verse 35. Allah gave it to him. Hadith in Sunan Nasai. Thereafter, what happens? Now he's got control over the birds, over the wind, over the jinnats, over this, over that. So many things. So now the horses were brought to him. So he was so impressed with the stallions and the horses and so forth and so on. So the time he had to make zikr. But he was so engrossed with them. So remember that. So now he missed it or he delayed it. So he told his people, the khadim, the servants, bring back all these horses here. One tafsir of the verses, he brought it back and he slaughtered the whole lot. They say, you troubled me, horses. So because of you, my zikr got late. So go open chapter 38, surah Sad, and verses 32, 33. That you call ghira. So if you really sincere, every time you're swearing and FNVs and all that, First National Bank, no, the other one, then you must remember this. You impose fine, 100 rand, 50 rand, 20 rand. After 30 days, 20 days, come back and tell me, you'll be straight like a miswak. But who's going to do it today? So dua alone, no. You must impose one fine upon yourself. Then you see what the good Muslim you will be, inshallah. This person says that I had a miscarriage in the early days. What is the ruling for Nifas? Is it the same as after giving birth and waiting for a 40-day period? Remember, yeah, there are three issues. 
first of all, you are pregnant, my sisters, my daughters, and so forth. I can't say my wife now. You just say sisters and daughters. Just now people will say, this guy got another wife also. People are very sensitive, you know. Oh, you must be very careful, yeah. So you must remember this. <laughs> so anybody, very story, just leave all that. So you must remember this. So my daughters, my sisters, you are pregnant. So what must you read? Read chapter 37, verse 100. Surah Yasin, 36. Chapter 37, Surah Wasafat. Chapter 37, verse 100. So, Dua of Khalilullah, Nabi Ibrahim, alayhi salam. Rabbi haballi min as-salihin. Oh, my beloved Allah, grant me pious children. Second translation. Ya Allah, grant me normal children. And maybe you're fearing you might have a must and a miscarriage and whatever you so read. Chapter 13, Surah Yusuf, chapter 12. The next one, Surah Ra'ad, Thunder, verse 8. Allahu ya alamu تحمل كل أنثى وما تغيد الأرحام وما تزداد وكل شيء عنده بمقدار only all my Allah knows what you will give birth to no gynecologist doctor all that whether it's one two triplets quadruplets and so forth what's their complexion how much hair they will have who can tell you all this nobody besides Allah so read that so but still maybe you have us Allah Ta'ala knows best so if the limbs are formed and then you had all that so then it will be considered as nifas nifas no minimum period your postnatal bleeding maximum period Hanafis Hanbali is 40 days Shafi is Maliki 60 days you got that and remember this if the lumps were not formed it happened after one week two weeks three weeks nothing formed then remember you're experiencing bleeding if it is three days and more then it is Hayes and your menses if you're bleeding for one, two days and so forth, then it is istihada. So that is how you should understand it, my sister. This person says that they do know it's forbidden to break family ties, but, but how do you deal with family members who always treat you badly, talk behind your back, but they are close family, Mufti Sahib? Yes, Quran Sharif speaks of this. You must remember in Surah 47, Surah Muhammad, the Surah chapter named after the Master Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi chapter 47, verses 22, 23. When you have authority. Now, Bo Peya take you. So you got a lot of money now. And Tufsidu Fil Ard, you cause mischief, mayhem, chaos on this earth. And you sever the family ties. You say, go to hell. I'll never speak to you, and so forth. Now in the weekend also, somebody told me one Ajib story. You know, this one not speaking to this one, this one. Lot of funny, funny things there. So Allah Ta'ala curses them. Allah makes them spiritually deaf. Spiritually blind. That they won't see the truth, they won't distinguish between truth and falsehood. So these are the curses when you do that. So if people are really a pest and a dentist, the menace and are a menace to you, then don't sever ties with them, just curtail ties. You see them, Assalamu alaikum, how are you and you carry on? I do that with so many people, my family also. Some of them we know the real troublemakers and mufatiyas and all that. So I just make salam and walk away, finish and tell them I'm very busy. You're understood. So what we must go and that we know they're going to do all funny funny things and all so don't sever ties completely just curtail the ties that's best thing to do
This person says they've got a Christian friend who's interested in learning about Ibrahim salam. Is there any detailed kitab I can give to this person? Give him the translation of the Noble Quran where there's no Arabic and so forth like that Pictol one, chapter 14 and tell him the chapter is dedicated to Abraham. Tell him the following Khalilullah Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam's nami nami ismigrami honorable name is mentioned 69 times in the Noble Quran. Chapter 14 is dedicated to him. Who was Khalilullah Ibrahim? Trump the fool, the idiot, you must remember. He's a war criminal. So you must remember that, that he caught these Arabs. The Arabs were fools, you know, worse than donkeys. So they fell in the trap, Safaqatukarnin, and the deal of the century. So you got that UAE, United Arab Emirates, then Bahrain, then Morocco, and all these countries, you must remember, they went in there. Saudi Arabia was on the verge. They still want to normalize ties with Israel and so forth. Jordan and Egypt long time ago. So that is what they call Safaqatukarnin and so forth. So they say we'll normalize ties with them. So remember, and you call it Abrahamic Accord. There's no Abrahamic Accord. That anybody tells you about the Amman Accord, we don't, we reject it. Anybody tells you about the Cape Accord, we reject it. Anybody tells you about Abrahamic Accord, we reject it and refute it. And we we torn, we tore it to pieces, remember this. The escape accord started yeah, in two weeks, we flattened the whole thing up. They never spoke of it again. Almighty, they want to make the Shias Muslim. That was the underlying factor. So Almighty Allah teaches us regarding Khalilullah Nabi Ibrahim Islam. Write it down, chapter 3, verse 67. Ma kana Ibrahim nor was Khalilullah Ibrahim salam a Jew or a Christian or an idol worshipper, polytheist, Allah forbid. Nay, hasha wa kalla, never ever. So what was he? He was Hanif. He turned away from all the false ideologies. He was a Pakka Muslim, one who submitted, surrendered to all Allah. So give him all the references, chapter 14, 69 times in Nami Nami, Ismigrami is mentioned. Chapter 3, verse 67, he was never a Jew, never a Christian, never an idol worshipper. So teach him like that, and then, inshallah, give him da'wat, invite him towards Islam. This is the final question for this afternoon. Who was known as Ummul Masakin? Remember Sayyidah Zainab, you must remember, that is Khuzayma. There were two Zainabs. Honorable wives of Mustafa, Habibuna, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I think I had that question in the Muslim woman also. So you must remember, so Ummul Masakin, she loved the poor people and she stayed with Nabi Alayhi Salatu Salam, you know. So you must remember that and then she passed away in the lifetime of Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, like Sayyidah Khadija, radiallahu anha, two honorable wives passed away. Sayyidah Khadija radiallahu anha and Sayyidah Zainab binti Khuzayma. The other Sayyidah Zainab, very beautiful. Sayyidah Zainab binti Jahsh radiallahu anha. Hazrat Aisha, Hazrat Hafsa, they were very, very good friends. So Hazrat Hafsa says, when I came to see the Sayyidah Zainab and I looked at her, so I said, she's more beautiful than what the woman told me also, you know. So beautiful she was and so forth. Allah performed the nikah. Only lady on this earth, Allah performed Nikah. Subhanallah, can you understand their rank?
we perform your nikah oh habibuna mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam so that is how sahaba elevates their rank and status so anyway she was ummul masakin and who was abul masakin the person who loved the people who was very very poor people jafar radiyallahu anhu jafar tayyar he is lash mubarak body mubarak jasad mubarak is day in muta sayna ali radiyallahu ta'ala anhu's brother and he passed away there in the eighth year of the hijra and yeah nabi sallallahu alaihi received the news and wa aynahu tazrifan the mubarak tears of the master were rolling down and said jafar passed away sahaba passed away they in jordan in muta and you were the people of Medina, you go prepare food and send it there to them. Not you go there as a guest, you must send the food there to them. So that is our Islam. Okay, inshallah, we thank all the directors of Marcus Sahaba, Haji Muhammad Ikhlas, and all the capital group, then of Sirius FM, our brother Faisal Asmal, Yusuf Asmal, and thereafter, mashallah, all the directors of, of Radio Ansar International, and our brother Muhammad Khan of Lanesia, Buti Ghani of Urkhis, and mashallah, the Day Brothers Day in Durban, and then our Maulanas, Mohana Ahmed Dokrat, Hafidullah, Mohana Abdul Aziz Ahmad, Mohana Triple A, and all of you, mashallah. So we'll make dua, and after the dua, I'll give you all the programs to follow, inshallah, Aziz. So you know, for dua, we must praise Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, and thereafter read the Ruh Sharif, Salawat upon Nabi Mustafa, Sallallahu and then we beg Almighty Allah so daily make dua this is just to teach us how we should make dua inshallah Aziz Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Allahumma la uhsi thana'an alayk anta kama athnayta ala nafsik Allahumma laka shukru kullu Allahumma laka alhamdu kullu biyadika alkhayru kullu innaka ala kulli shayin qadir Allahumma laka alhamdu bil iman walaka alhamdu bil islam walaka alhamdu bil nabiyya akhir zaman walaka alhamdu bil quran walaka alhamdu bil sihha wal afiyya walaka alhamdu bil ahli wal iyal Allahumma laka alhamdu bima hadaytana وَلَكَ الْحَمْدُ بِمَا كَرَّمْتَنَا وَلَكَ الْحَمْدُ بِمَا سَتَرْتَنَا وَلَكَ الْحَمْدُ بِمَا زَقْتَنَا وَأَعْطَيْتَنَا يَا رَبَّ الْعَالَمِينَ اللهم صَلِّ وَسَلِّمْ وَبَارِكَ لَا سَيِّدِنَا وَحَبِيبِنَا وَشَفِيئِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ صلى الله عليه وسلم رَبَّنَا آتِنَا فِي الدُّنْيَا حَسَنَةً وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ حَسَنَةً وَقِنَا عَذَابَ النَّارِ رَبَّنَا ظَلَمْنَا أَنفُسَنَا وَإِن لَّمْ تَغْفِرْ لَنَا وَتَرْحَمْنَا لَنَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا لمتقين إماما اللهم في مرضانا ومرض المسلمين ورحم موتانا موت المسلمين اللهم اغفر لهم ورحمهم وسكنهم في الجنة اللهم ازقهم جنة الفردوس الأعلى على الله توكلنا على الله توكلنا ربنا لا تجلنا فتنة للقوم الظالمين ونجنا برحمتك من القوم الكافرين 
الكافرين اللهم عليك باليهود الظالمين المحتلين الغاصبين اللهم أحسم عددا واقتلهم بددا ولا تبقي منهم أحدا اللهم سلط عليهم كلبا من كلابك اللهم أرنا عجائب قدرتك اللهم عليك بالمستوطنين أينما كانوا وحيثما كانوا اللهم عليك بالمستوطنين يا رب العالمين اللهم انصرهم في غزة يا رب العالمين اللهم ارزقهم العزة والشوكة والقوة والرحمة والبركة يا رب العالمين اللهم منزل الكتاب ومجري الصحاب وسريع الحساب وحازم الأحزاب اهزم اليهود اهزم اليهود ومن وعلاهم اللهم عليك بجيوش أمريكيين وجيوش إسرائيليين ومن وعلاهم اللهم عليك بآل سعود اللهم أهلك آل سعود كما أهلكت عاد وثمود اللهم أهلك آل سعود كما أهلكت عاد وثمود يا رب العالمين اللهم أحفظ بلاد الحرمين الشريفين من كل سوء ومكروه اللهم طهر المجد الأقصى من اليهود الغاصبين المحتلين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم اللهم إنا نجعلك في نحورهم ونعوذ بك من شرورهم اللهم احفظنا من بين أيدينا ومن خلفنا وعن إيماننا وعن شمائلنا ومن فوقنا ونعوذ بأذمتك أن نغتال من تحدنا يا رب العالمين فالله خير حافظ ورحم الراحمين لا إله إلا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسألك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمة من كل بر والسلامة من كل إثم اللهم لا تدالنا في مقامنا هذا ذما إلا غفرت ولا هما إلا فرجت ولا كربا إلا نفست ولا مبتلا إلا عافيت ولا مسافرا إلا بلغت ولا يتيما إلا ربيت ولا ضالا إلا هديت ولا مريضا إلا شفيت ولا ميتا إلا رحمت ولا حاجة يلك ردا إلا قذيتها ويسرتها يا رحم الراحمين يا الله مر گناہوں معاف فرما دیجئے یا اللہ ستاری کا معاملہ فرما دیجئے یا اللہ جنت الفردوس نصیب فرما یا اللہ مرے مرحومین کی بال بال مغفرت فرما دیجئے پسماندگان خاندان والوں کو صبر جمیل عطا فرما یا اللہ آخری گری ہو تو کلیمہ طیبہ نصیب فرما حبیبنا رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی سفارش و شفیہ شفاعت نصیب فرما یا اللہ ایکسپٹ اس فور یو دین یا اللہ میکر دا خادم اف یو دین یا اللہ decimate and destroy the apartheid terrorist Nazi regime innaka ala kulli shayin qadir you humiliate them disgrace them let Hamas show what is quwwat imani what is the power and strength of iman ya Allah you gave the Taliban victory day in Afghanistan against all the odds give our Hamas give our Mujahideen victory against all the odds let them decimate and destroy Israel and wipe out Israel from the face of this earth Ya Allah and return peace to our holy land Ya Rabbal Alameen Allahumma aminna fi awtanina qala Allah ta'ala fi shani habibi inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi ya ayuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barik ala sayyidina wa habibina wa shafi'ina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam rabbana taqabbal minna inna ka'an tasamil alayhi وأرنا مناسكنا وتبلى 
علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم رب جلني مقيم الصلاة ومن ذريتي ربنا وتقبل دعاء ربنا لي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب سبحان ربك رب العز سبحان ربك رب العزة أما يصفون وسلامنا المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين آمين 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 إن شاء الله remember that there will be two podcasts regarding the Q&A and then there will be another podcast 14-15 minutes the talk I gave this morning there at Dalum Zakaria in the Islai Ijtimais in English about Noor, Radiance and Effulgence our program still to come mashallah there will be news at 4 o'clock with brothers Suleiman Esop, and thereafter will be Hafiz Yusuf Kala, my brother from Newcastle. Then at four minutes, ten past four, inshallah, Ambiya Walakam, what was the duty functions of the prophets and messengers, Sheikh Hanif in Urdu. Five o'clock, lessons from Uhud, the battle of Uhud, Mona Ridwan Kaji. Then six o'clock, the repeat of the Fiqh, Mona Zahid Khan and myself regarding Gaza and regarding Palestine. Seven to eight, victory is only from Allah Ta'ala, Mona Musa Aku and 8 o'clock to 9 will be the repeat of the legal talk so that is with brother Shafat Ahmad Khan and the legal eagles our lawyers 9 o'clock to 10 the repeat of the discussion Mona Arafat Mona Salim Karim 10 to 11 Da'wat inviting non-Muslim towards Islam Sheikh Ahmad Didat Rahimullah 11 to 12 will be kids learning the Quran Sharif so make dua for us make dua for the children of Palestine and the Ummah at large Barakallah Fiqh Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and the news with brother Suleiman Esop. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We say shukran alaikum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mufti Saab as well as to the directors, sound engineers and esteemed listeners of the various radio stations. Until next time we say wa sallallahu